0: Most okay. Let's work on a ninety percent number. All right. So this Jesus is speaking to you. These five, these three chapters are speaking to you. Don't dodge the bullet. You can't shirk it. You can't get out the way. There's a truth that's going to come out of this, and they're quite difficult chapters. I mean, one of them says, "Blessed are those that are persecuted. Blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth." Others speak about <coughs> walking the narrow route. You know, there's a whole lot of stuff. But I think it's very important that the point that I want to make is from these chapters, we are not saved by what we do here. We are saved for what is in these chapters. We're not saved by it. We're not saved by works. We're saved by Jesus Christ. But but once we're saved, this is sort of a blueprint of how we should be living. And that's a bit sobering. Especially when you start to read this next piece of scripture that I'm going to read. And this hit me quite a bit. So it says, Not everyone... Not everyone, it's Matthew 7 verse 24, no sorry, 21, 21 to 23, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the one who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. On that day, many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and cast out demons in your name and do many mighty works in your name? And then I will declare to them, I never knew you, depart from me, you workers of lawlessness. So I thought, hey, Lord, it's a bit harsh. Let me go and read a a more contemporary version out of the message. Maybe it's a bit easier. It says this, knowing the correct password, saying, Master, Master, for instance, isn't going to get you anywhere with me. What is required is serious obedience, doing what my Father wills. I can see it now at that final judgment, thousands strutting up to me, and saying master we preached the message we bashed the demons our God sponsored projects had everyone talking and do you know what I'm going to say you missed the boat all you did was use me to make yourselves important you don't impress me one bit you're out of here carrying on the, the, the same preach as also in Luke six forty-six, it says. it says why are you so polite with me always saying yes sir and that's right sir but never doing a thing I tell you. These words I speak to you are not mere additions to your life, homeowner improvements to your standard of living. They are foundation words, words to build a life on. It's like quite damning this. It's like these three chapters are pretty very important to us. And if we don't watch out, he's going to say to us, we missed the boat, you don't impress me one bit, all you did was use me to make yourselves important. I then went to the Amplified to get another version. And I think I've got a, yeah. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, have we not prophesied in your name and driven out demons in your name and done your mighty works, done many mighty works in your name? And then I will say to them openly, publicly, I never knew you. Depart from me, you who act wickedly, disregarding my commands. So it's a bit of a, there's a bit of an admonishment here. There's a bit of serious stuff here. So I'm going to just unpack it a little bit. Um, and then I'm going to I'm going to try and address, I don't want to be that guy who gets told, get away here. Lord, Lord means nothing. So I'm just going to go and say, how do I do the will of the Father? What is the will of the Father? And how do I stay on this track? So that's what we're going to do. We'll be finished here in 20 minutes time. Then we'll find out who, who won the rugby. Um, but I think this is quite serious. This is pretty, <clears throat> for me, this was like, hey, man, I'm not going to live a life. I'm not going to give up for God. I'm not going to come to church every Sunday and then get told at the final judgment day, goodbye, good, you didn't make it. So how do I do that? So well, I'll sort of unpack that a bit. So the New King James Version, I've got a study Bible at home, a dick thing like this, says something about this, this scripture. He says, some self-professed athletes can talk a great game, but that tells you nothing about their athletic skills. Something, does that... Ring true to you, Pete. I mean, we hear lots about Man United, but they're nowhere that Liverpool can actually achieve. Sorry, sorry, Goody. And not everyone who talks about heaven belongs to God's kingdom. Jesus is more concerned about our walk than our talk. He wants us to do right, not just say the right words. Jesus exposes those people who sounded religious but had no personal relationship with him on the day of judgment, that day in verse 22, only our relationship with Christ, our acceptance of Him as Savior and our obedience to Him will matter. Many people think that if they are good people and say religious things they will be rewarded with, exter- with eternal life. In reality faith in Christ is what will count at the judgment. Right, so, that's just to put this thing into some sort of picture. I don't want to waste my life and then get discarded at the end. That's, that's what made me wake up on this particular thing. So, I then went and read up a couple of the words in that scripture, and one of them is does. Does the will of God. So that sort of says, but hang on, you're putting me back in this works category. I need to do to get there. No, no, no. He says once you're saved, you're saved for this work. Not by this work, you're saved for this work. But does, the the term does, implies ongoing behavior. Not I did it, or not I will do it, or I'm going to do it, it's does. You're action, actively busy. Okay. So it says, does the will of the Father. So it's not a, you know, one day, or I have, I've, I've graduated from that. No, it's does. It's, it's an imperative for now, immediate. And it seems to be an ongoing thing. All right. It's not a once-off or a once-in-a-while event. It's someone who habitually does the will of the Father. That's the first one on the does. Then on the will, the will of the Father. So I went into I've got a thick, strong, strongs strong dictionary like the Strong's Thesaurus or whatever it's called, concordance. So I looked up the word will. I looked up the word Lord, and I looked up the word love. Love has got about three pages of references. Love, the word love. The word will has got eleven pages of references. It's about seven. No, it's about three and a half thousand references. And the word Lord has about 8,000 references. So love is small, will is quite big. Now, there might be numerous meanings to the will. Will you do this for me? Are you following the will? Will you not do this? No. So maybe that's clouded. I didn't do a a, a Google search. I did a a Strong's, my own book search. And then Lord, Lord. Understand this one. The the term Lord, there's 8,000 references in the Bible to it. So it's pretty important. This, the Lord thing. And, and I'm making an F issue around lordship because I'll get to it a little bit later. I think somehow us Westerners, us first world Westerners, and I'm classifying you guys as first world Westerners as well, Pete, because don't understand this term lord. Would you agree with that? We live in a democracy. We're in a democratic hemisphere. No one lives in a theocracy. We don't. We don't live under the king or under the queen. We live in a democratic space. Because there's a democracy, we all believe we've got rights. We're entitled to a vote. We've got say. But the terminology in the Bible doesn't refer to that. More than the term love is the term Lord. Much more, not a little bit. Maybe there's a thousand references to love. There's 8,000 references to Lord. So this term Lord, we need to... We need to wrestle with it and, 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 and get peace in our hearts about it. Right. So I'm trying to do the will of the Father. All right. So then I went and said, Okay, Lord, what is your will? Tell me your will. I, I don't want to be being around the bush. I want to do your will. And in John 6, verse 40, and I think I've got it here. I just want to read it. For this is the will of my Father, John 6, verse 40, that everyone who looks on the Son and believes in him should have eternal life, and I will raise him up on the last day. So you need to have a belief in, in, in Christ. You need to believe in his son, and then God will raise you up on the last day. So if you believe God, no problem. So I said, well, Lord, but what is the issue here? Then, then I'm saved. Once saved, always saved. Is that true? I don't know. You know? Looking at that first bit of scripture, and I'm just going to, the issue that comes out very clear in this first bit of scripture says, so I'm going to read it again. Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but the will of one who does the will sorry, but the one who does the will of my father who is in heaven. On that day many will say to me, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy? Did we not cast out demons? Did we not do mighty works in your land? Do you understand do you hear that we? Do you hear that pride? Do you hear that that hey I'm important? We did this, Lord. You must accept us. And it's a mighty thing that's going to happen. It doesn't, the world's not going to be denied. It says, in, the, the, in that message version, it says, thousands will strut up to me and say, Master, we preached, we preached, we preached. It's all about us, us. Where's God in this equation? Where's His power in this equation? So I think that's an important thing that we are, we are saved by Jesus Christ. Thereafter, we don't do the work very much like that thing that we put up earlier on, when we get to our end, that's where God starts. We've got to get into that space. So I said, okay, Lord, I understand that. But how do I, how do I make sure I don't mess this up? And he said, no, my boy, there's two ways. Number one, be in relationship with me. So I said, okay, cool, I'll do that. And number two, share what, what you know from me. So I'm going to, I'm going to reference the scripture which I referenced to my home group on, on Wednesday." But we're going to go through that, unpack it a little bit around, around worship. So <clears throat> I was reading also in John 4. I'm on a little bit of a progression through John 4. He meets the, the, the Samaritan lady at the well. He says, give me some water. And then she gives him water, and then he goes on to speak about, about worship. And he says, but the hour is coming, and is now here, when true worshipers will worship their Father in spirit and truth, for the Father is seeking such people to worship Him. God is spirit, and those who worship Him must worship in spirit and truth. So I started unpacking some of those words, and one one of the, the words that I unpacked was very clear that it was we need to be it must be open and transparent with God. It's not there's nothing hidden from Him. If you want to worship Him properly, you need to come and don't play your cards like this and say, Yes, Lord, I'm going to worship You now today. It's like, Lord, here I am, exposed. I'm here to worship You. Forgive me, I am but a sinner, but I'm worshipping you. So number one is transparency and, cle- and, and, and clearness. You have a clear conscience when you meet him. Then I got to this word worship. And this thing, <clears throat> this thing blew my mind. Okay, and I'm going to refer now to the king. So I think in some tribal cultures around the world, there's some guys from Papua New Guinea. Do you know that the Papua New Guinea's guys still eat each other? Do you know that? Am I right, Phil? He was born there. <laughs> no, 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 look at him. Yeah, look at him, Dad. He was born there. Be careful of him. But I read, a, I, read a, I read an article the other day of some guy cycling around the world, and they got to Papua New Guinea, and they ducked from there, didn't they? They, 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 they left because they were being headhunted, literally headhunted. They didn't want them as, as chiefs. But, but okay, so in these sort of tribal communities, I think they understand lordship. They understand their position. They understand that there's a chief and there's a, or there's a headman and then there's a chief and then there might even be a king. I mean, we've all heard it. We've all heard it. Yes, we understand. And there's subservience there. We don't do that. That's why he say, hey, we're all equal, yeah? But in God, it doesn't work that way. I'm gonna, and when I got to this term worship, I saw this and it, 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 it disturbs me. So it says, you worship in reverence, you worship face down, sort of prostrate on the ground, and then it goes, it uses this term which blew me away. Like a dog licking its master's hand. That's how you worship. That's the worship we're talking about. That's not me making this up. This is some guy in Strong's Concordance, the the, the connotation with that word is like a dog licking its master's hand. Do I worship like that? When I'm listening to Hillsong, I'm not knocking Hillsong. Am I worshipping like that? When I come and I want to worship him in spirit and in truth, am I worshipping him like this? Or is it just sort of opperflakach, very superficial and a veneer? So, when I heard that, it was like, I've got two dogs at home. They're lacquer. And they lick my hand. There's no problem. I've got no issue. But they are subservient, subservient, subservient to me. Do I come like that into the presence of God? You could argue, no, but hang on, I've got redemption I've got redemption through the through the Son of God. I've been empowered by the Holy Spirit. I don't have to be so. I don't know, but Jesus doesn't say that. Jesus says this worship is the worship of in spirit and in truth, and there's a death to it. So that was my first thing. Okay, Lord. So you want us to stay in relationship with you, and some of the way to put, get into relationship with you is to be subservient, to worship you to that level of kingship. Right. So that was the, the only points I want to make today. Number one. We're not all gonna to go to heaven just because we all say Lord, Lord. Number two, this is how we get to heaven, is do his will. Number three, how do I keep on doing his will? I have a relationship with him, and that is based upon humility. It's based upon his kingship and my humility. And then the last one I want to touch on is Jesus then says a little bit later in that same chapter, he, he four verses thirty-four to six, John four, verses thirty-four to thirty-six, he says. My food, Jesus is speaking, my food, because they say, aren't you hungry? You know, you haven't eaten yet. You had something to drink, but you haven't eaten. He says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. It goes on to say, do you not say there are yet four months? Then comes the harvest. Look, I tell you, lift up your eyes and see that the fields are white for harvest. The fields are white for harvest. Jesus is telling us there, I feel he's saying to us, you want to stay in this relationship with me? You want to run it out for the long run? Keep our lines of communication open. Let's have a decent relationship. And number two, get it out there. I will feed you when you get it out there. When you take that good news. Earlier on today, Greg said at the prayer meeting, or he said yeah, at the prayer meeting, he said he felt we all had these little newspaper boats on our heads. You know those little ones that they they fold up and they they let them float on the water. And he, he said to God, Well, what are these little boats on our heads? What is that? And he said to him, No, that is the good news. We need to go and take the good news to the world. And that's what Jesus is saying. Jesus is saying, the fields are white. Cliff is saying the same thing to us when he came to, to prayer today. He said, the desperation levels are, are this high out there. We've got to take that good news out there. Unashamedly, humbly, in... I don't want to lie. I think mean, it's First Peter. speaks about, you must be able to make the defense of the gospel that you carry inside you. humbly and quietly but you must be able to defend your gospel but the emphasis that i see in that particular scripture is you must do it humbly not lording it over someone i'm going to heaven don't worry about you guys if you don't convert you're going to hell no 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 you go in there humbly and say i have this reason for having hope in this world jesus is my savior he is my lord and I'm telling you now what works for me. and Your testimony, the people are won over by the, by the power of the blood and the power of their testimonies. But that's, what they, that's how people are won over. But you've got to get the testimony out there. The power can't work if you don't put the testimony out there. So, to recap, I said I was going to be finished now. Not everyone that's going to sit here and say, Lord, Lord, is going to go to heaven. I'm not saying that. This word says that. And it says that there are many. So let's try not to be one of those many. So I said, okay, Lord, then I need to do, okay, I'm following, I understand that, I need to do, it. it's an active, ongoing engagement with you, and I need to do the will of the Father, okay, Lord, I understand that, and the will of the Father is that all are saved, okay, Lord, I understand that, okay, so I'm going to stay in relationship with you, Father, and then after I've got relationship with you, because the relationship is so strong, I'm going to go out and I'm going to share this word, that's it, that's the meeting, the, 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 that is the message today, Matthew 7 it's 21 to 23. It's quite challenging for me. I mean, you, there's many arguments around this thing. People can say, oh, there's not one saved, always saved. We can have that debate afterwards. It's, oh, but who, how can a guy perform a miracle if he's not of Christ? I don't know. Jesus used a donkey to speak to somebody. It says demons and the devil will, will have power. They had power over Job. Those things, just because it's a miracle doesn't mean it's not right from Jesus. But I'm confusing it right now. All I'm saying is, I'm coming back, this 721-23 worries me and works on me. And if, and if we believe Jesus, then we should be taking cognizance of what he's saying and altering the way we work. I hope this has been helpful. Thank you very much for your time. Can we pray? Lord God, I thank you I thank you, Father, that you've given your Son as the ultimate sacrifice. That He's redeemed us by hanging on a tree. He bore our sins. He wore the brunt of our iniquities. And then He rose again from the dead, Lord. I thank you for that. And with that victory over death, Father, He gives us victory over death. If we choose to believe in Him and do the will of the Father. Father, I pray for every single person here, I pray for myself. But Lord, we would continue to walk in your will. Continue to do your will. Continue in stronger and stronger and deepening and deepening relationship with you, Lord. And Father, that our joy may bubble out of us, Lord. Expand out of us. So that the light can go into the world. So that the joy can go into the world. So that these desperate people who feel without hope would see some, a different way. And they could pin their hopes on you. To your glory, Father God, that you would be lifted up, that you would change lives, you would change communities, you would change suburbs, you would change cities and you would change countries, Father. I pray that. Father, help us to stay faithful to the end. Well, I pray that we would continue to, to, to step out in faith. And as we step out, Lord, our faith would grow. And as we take the next step, our faith would grow. Till eventually, Lord, we find ourselves in mid air, but walking on faith. We believe, Lord, that is how you work. And Lord, it's not for us. It's not for us to say the demons are out, the people have been saved, our program is working. It's up to us to say, God is at work, and He will be glorified. Father, help us to live this out. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you, the coffee and tea at the back, and that's about it.